evening, good evening, good evening. It is the Couch Potato Sports Report here live in Cartersville, Georgia. It's Mo Betta, it's T-Bird, it's the other guy, Andrew. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, ladies. How are you doing? Happy good evening, Friday. good evening. Happy Friday. We've got a, a, a great show lined up, a very, very, very special guest is slated to join us a little bit later in the show. But let's dive in. We've got some some really scandalous headlines associated with sports this week, starting off with um, the great Brett Favre, or is he? Um, kind of had some money shifted to him that was appropriated for um, those who are truly in need. What are your thoughts? Are we, are we talking about it enough, not talking about it enough? Are you surprised that he's caught up in something like this? Is this a scandal? Well, uh, I would say it's a scandal. <laughs> I mean, he didn't want to be caught. He didn't want nobody to know that he was maybe trying to reroute money. Are they talking about it enough? A lot of outlets don't think that they are. Uh, you know, compared to other people. We're talking about a million, two million dollars here. Um, well, that that's just that what went to Brett. Like, yeah, that's what went to Brett. Yeah. I mean, he got a million dollars. Right. $77 million was the, the total that was uh, in part of this fraud right. case. And it, it was the, it's the largest fraud case in Mississippi mm -hmm. ever. So is it, what it, is it big because, of course, the money, but because, again, the rest of what we're talking about, I think there were a couple of guys that were convicted or pled in this case, but we're all talking about Brett Favre, who, who may – who may not have a splash of mud on him when it's all said and done. You know, he, he's certainly the the most famous name uh, here, and and because he's he's got that that background. Wasn't there a wrestler that got some money too? Oh gosh, and the former the former governor Ted of DiBiase. Mississippi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, who who coincidentally is the million dollar man, by the way. But uh, no, the, the the former Mississippi governor is also in tied up in all this, and I think that may that piece of it may be that's that piece of the story may be undertold mm. well like i say a lot of people don't think it's being covered accurately compared to to you know to can just go down the street and they tear him up not, not to say he don't deserve it <laughs> but why why do they tear him like T.O., uh, you know, he's a mass of confusion, I'm sure. He's got a big, I mean, he's a big talker. He'll Yeah, yeah but but Brett ain't talking, and he's trying to do it sneaky. That's even worse, wouldn't you think? T.O., because T.O. Has, has not shied away from talking a big game and, and boasting about himself, like, he's got that reputation where he's going to bring it on himself. So the, the minute that something goes against him people are going to just rub it in his face because he's he's been a talker all his career brett okay. Favre doesn't have the same reputation okay but uh like you said you know brett Favre is not an angel right okay yeah. I'm so not saying he, so to do this underhandedly in the poor state in the in america mississippi don't have nothing so that money was needed and then he gonna get a million dollar kickback is that right no, none of it's right. Okay, I just check. None of it's right. I just check. I just, of all things, it goes to Brett Favre, a, a public school in Mississippi that Brett Favre just happened to go to. Like that right there, just that piece of it right there is not the the best use of that funds. And and I, there's so many things wrong with this that I I don't agree with. I just I hate that Brett Favre was caught up to it because. Typically, he's a he's a pretty good guy outside of, outside of this that we know of. I don't care how good of a guy you are, OG. If you practically stealing a million dollars, I agree. Okay, I agree. And it's going to the poor. I don't care how good you are. Can you can Not, you really be a good guy if this is the kind of morality that you have? That's that that's talking about your character, isn't yeah. it? right? And and I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say, Brett, historically that I can think of, Brett Favre hasn't. He's except for this. In his career, I didn't hear too many bad things about yeah, Brett Favre. Uh, okay. We, we didn't hear nothing about Mike Vick too much either, but they they tore him up with them dogs, right? Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, it was on the news every day, all night, in the morning, but, in the afternoon. But I, it, I, I'm just saying, I'm just making a point. I think it's because of the type of crime that it is. Like, it's it's wire fraud. It's money. Like, it's not that it's more common of a crime than than with the dog but it's still a crime it is it is and he and it should be widely you know people should tear him up too is what i'm saying it's still a crime they should they won't um we'll look at you know we're talking about a hall of fame ball player here and who really isn't relevant for most of the mainstream um he's been retired for a few years so he's not it's not newsworthy for you know this this society that really is all, all about clickbait so it's unfortunate i think it shows the type of person that he is um everybody's everybody's got a uh, um everybody's got a, a number that they're willing to sell out for and i think it's unfortunate for someone who's made millions of dollars his career that he didn't stop to think about well, he did stop to think about the implications because he sent the text saying, hey, can this, you know, is, is it, can anybody find out about this? So uh, surely there should have been something that resonated that, you know what, this might not, this might not be a good idea because it could get back. But the fact that he st- did it anyway, again, speaks to probably who he's been all along. And, and, and OG, let's talk about, uh, you know, when he was trying to hook up with the, uh, with the lady, uh, whoever she was while he was married that got out so you know again he's not an angel and also og if that was you that did that would you go to jail i i don't what? know I, I don't know what you mean you don't know you stole a million dollars yeah you're going to jail yeah I, probably you going? yeah that's, yeah that is he, true but he is he going oh, okay dex what you got i think um two things if uh if he hadn't sent that text and if he had actually did the speeches, he could basically get away with this. Right. But he didn't. He knew about it. And um Yeah, yeah because Brett, he sent the text that like yeah. that was like the, the nail in the coffin for him. He's probably the worst person I've ever known. And then the worst part about it is he really did get about get away with uh ruining Jen Sturger's career. Cause she got known as like the Jets girl or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's and right. now she can't she can't work in football anymore, but he got away with crap he got away with so well i think we should hold him accountable just for being a, a wranglers ad yeah. spokesperson <laughs> you know wranglers just one of the that. things i always hate just about him that. and like how the media treated him was you know because he was mainly like a running quarterback for the most part they would say oh he's playing old school you know backyard football but if he was a black quarterback it'd be oh it's he's unintelligent or whatever you know so the oh, double gee, standard I, is I hate to say but he owned something bro i Michael Vick, they ran him in the ground. I, I, but, look, but, see, I, but Mike Vick was an active NFL player, so so that was more headline worthy than Brett Favre, who's been retired for. He you was know, an active NFL player with the Jets when he sent them emails to that girl. Uh, oh, boom, who, Brett? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, okay. He, he was still playing for the Jets then. Okay, I just thought I'd make that. Just thought I'd say that. I'm just surprised because here, you know, boys behaving badly, boys doing things undercover and surreptitiously, it's it's nothing new. And I don't think anyone is really surprised at something like this, even though it's, it's you know, with an allegedly revered uh, athlete, people really don't care if it's not something that's happening in the backyard. When have we really, I mean, I think, isn't, isn't Mississippi, aren't they having like a water crisis right now? They we're not, were. You I know, we're, we're not talking about that. No, yeah. nobody cares about Mississippi. Nobody cares about these poor people missing money. Let's right. just be real. That's why it's really not news. Now, if this had been, you know, the uh, you know Red Cross or or something more quote relevant or something that resonated with more people, then we might have more outrage. But nobody cares about Mississippi. That's honestly that's what it boils down to. Nobody cares. What you think? I nobody cares. I mean, no Mississippi is the is the fact poorest state in the country and nobody cares about mississippi i hate to say that nobody cares nobody cares we're, we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna keep the scandals going when we get back we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, boston celtics head coach been suspended for a year we'll talk more about that y'all stick with us
We are back here on the Calfrey Sports Report. The the line in the sand has been drawn. I'm I'm thinking. Um, so let let's see your thoughts, guys. So, up in Boston, um, probably the world's dumbest fiance right about now. Um, head coach was suspended. Um, for I'm a Udoka took the Celtics all the way to the NBA finals last year. And this year he'll sit out the whole year due to a suspension for having a quote, inappropriate relationship. There's some reports that, you know, could have possibly been some harassment, not really sure. They had a, a an external law firm do the investigation. And so this is what brought us here. Um, are you shocked? Are you disappointed? What does this mean? Is it even a big deal? I mean, the guy cheated on his, on his fiance. Is it really worth a suspension OG? So, I am surprised. I guess I'm not really surprised that it's only a suspension because if we look back in recent history, I've I've quickly found three coaches, head coaches that got fired because of an affair, and they got fired, but because the Celtics made it to the playoffs and then made it to the finals, you know, because they're a good team, he only got suspended. So mm -hmm. is that? Do, do you think that has to do with anything related to the level of discipline he got? Uh, I think that, you know, they certainly or feel that they've got a good head coach in this guy, obviously, or, or he'd, he'd be gone. So there's something certainly working behind the scenes in terms of what this will mean next year. I mean, they may let him go. I guess they're going to see how far um, the reach is in terms of this being the repercussions and the consequences. But I, I I, again, maybe, maybe I'm just strange, but having an affair and I understand that she was, you know, a staff member, but having an affair with someone, it does not warrant being suspended from your job. I, I get it probably as a moral thing, but really it's, it's just, it just seems, I, I smell, I smell a rat because if you're really suspending him for the entire year, then there's more that you're not saying then, um, that makes it more than it just being him having an affair, you know, it's gotta be. Well, you Go ahead, OG. Unless it's a, and that certainly could be true. I mean, I, you know, I don't know any different. I don't know if anybody knows any different, but it could be the image that the Boston Celtics head coach is an immoral guy. Like it could be an image thing because yeah, he's, he's immoral. He's an idiot, but like, did he break any team laws because he had an affair? Well, doubtful. I mean, you, he you did, but, but because it was with an employee that, that's their team policy. Right. See, for their team. It's not a league policy. Coworkers get it on all the they time. They do it all the time. Right. Yeah. But but because he had an affair, it's just who he had an affair with is is the thing. And the image and that it's he's the a Boston team coach. policy. It's a it's a Boston Celtic policy that they are not to do that. It's not a league policy because y'all know it goes on right. all the time. But why do you have to have a policy for that? Why can't you just hire good human beings? Well, I mean, that's 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 their prerogative. That I'm sure in his contract is probably in there somewhere. What mm, you got, Dex? To answer your question, OG, uh, it's Boston. There are no good human beings in Boston. <laughs> Second, um, yeah, we've all had like a you know mess around with coworkers. Mo, stop smiling at me like that. <laughs> third, 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 third. That's good. This this one you this like one, that. Hey, this one's out to Nia. I, you know, I sent you all them letters, them poems, a picture of my cat. You know, I just you know this wouldn't have happened to you if you just answered some of my letters. You know what I'm saying? Just just call a brother back, okay, Nia? Just. So Settle for the stalker, Nia, is what we're going for. But here's you, the thing. But, you you but cheat on I, Nia long? But, really? But did I cheat on her? Exactly, Nia. Exactly. You know why You know why that happens in the NBA? They all big bucks. Here we go. I'm just going to tell you. Know you. Look, the guy is 6'10", 6'11". Good looking guy. NBA is full of them. And all of them go around everywhere. Let's just be honest, man. They all got more than one woman. I ain't saying it's right, but they do. But on the other hand, him and Neil have been together for a while. I think Since they, 2010. They got a couple of kids. They got one kid's son together. She's got a child from another relationship. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, they've had some problems here and there. Okay. What couple doesn't, though? Okay, but, but let me finish. Okay. 
So you're gonna, you're gonna justify cheating. I, I ain't justifying like that. that. It's not right. I'm not justifying that. Don't 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 put words in my mouth, Mo. Now I'm just trying to give you the this side of it, okay? But talking about him, they got the policy that you can't do it. Of course, they do it. He got they got caught. It got leaked. What they should have done if it oh, didn't God. get leaked? No, nah, what I'm saying. This is what they do. Listen to me. See. I know, I know a woman's emotions is different from a man's. So go ahead and mansplain. I mean, really? They really? <laughs> I mean, really? I'm just trying to tell you. When a man and a woman, you're gonna give well, me the top nah, 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 I'm just gonna tell you, like with what they do is they they hire stuff. Somebody leaked it. So somebody wanted it out. Okay. Somebody because they the owner even said that they leaked it today. I watched the press conference. And he said that they somebody leaked it. So I guarantee you, if nobody leaks that, maybe it don't get out. Maybe they work work around it because they do like him as their head coach. I mean, they went to the finals last year. He's their future. Now they said we will we will after this suspension is up, we will we will go back into are we going to keep him or not? Probably not going to keep him. To be honest with you. So if. if if, if they the, gotta say that, they probably not gonna keep it. Is it if they are in the bottom half of the Eastern Conference? Is this even a do they just fire them right out of the right out of the gate? Probably, they probably do. If they if so they're in getting, the bottom, so he's getting special treatment because he's a winner. Probably. Well, I think. Well, let's let's talk about Boston as an organization. Then think about Danny Ainge when he was here in Atlanta. And he said some things that were a little racially insensitive. He was gone. Yeah. And the, the team, as the organization sent a message, a very clear message. This with Boston is a little bit more murkier because, um, again, it's, you know, you've got a great coach and the potential for another championship. Players run. love him. Players love him. But morally, I mean, think about how bone. I mean, really, you guys That's think bonehead. that much with the your other member that you can't even make good decisions for your career? Think about it. He sacrificed his career for some tail. He did, but sometimes we do. I'm just all gonna, the time you do. I'm just gonna tell you that's the president. Just, think of Bill Clinton. It's just okay. I'm just gonna tell you that's it's it's just written. That's how we end these wars. That, we just that's send right. Out women. I'm just we telling just you the truth women. now. I'm, I'm just I ain't saying it's right, but I'm telling you. Just look at the news. It happens all the time. What, who are these three guys? Other others that got fired. So OG? just the first three on the on the quick Google search. Bobby Petrino got fired at Arkansas. Was that the one that had the, it, the wreck with the girl on the on the? He hired. Cycle? He hired. Yes, and he what, hired. What his was mistress. he thinking with? Okay, yeah. that's one. And then Mike Price, who was who predated uh, uh, Saban at Alabama. What was he thinking with? He got he got he got his contract rescinded mm. after five months. Wow. Not even, I mean. He he came out a loser on that one, and then Rich Rodriguez at, when he was at Arizona. What was he thinking with? So, so you asked me, wait a minute, OG, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you asked me. There it is, right there. So yeah, these the guys are idiots because they they Period. they jeopardize not only their careers but their current relationships. Just it's so so dumb Be, because men. And we talked about this one time before, Mo. Men, and it ain't right. I'm just telling you, it ain't right. I'm just telling you what it is. Men can love you, but they can have her. That ain't right. But I'm just telling you, that's what happens a lot. Now, you got good guys like me and OG. We don't roll like that, do we, OG? No. Nope. I, I, didn't, like say that, I didn't say nothing about Dexter. But me and OG, we don't roll like that. I'll roll with you, Nia. I'll roll <laughs> with you. Hey, but on a serious note, though, there's a liability issue with this because this is kind of how I think it's going to, you know, come out. Yeah, he's going to be suspended all right, for a year while they figure this whole thing out. The The young lady who um, he was with, the organization is going to be like, okay, we don't really have a real reason to fire you, but if you want to go away, we can give you some going away money. And even though she's never dunked a ball, she's probably going to get a couple million dollars for this, you know, okay. when it comes down to it. And it's just kind of embarrassing for the organization. Also, um, fuck Boston. So that's, you know, that's really all I got to say on that yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah, I said it. Even, yeah, I said it. Come at me, Celtics. Even though, even though it was consensual. 
right. she's still gonna get paid. She's still it's gonna work out well for her. Yeah, but she, not well she, for him. She but took as, it, she took advantage of a of a, that situation. You are a a supposedly intelligent enough man to be able to structure um, a run to the playoff, the NBA playoffs. Stevie Wonder could have seen something like this coming. Why? Why do you not have the foresight to say, you know what? As as much as I could, and much as I know I could probably get away with it, I'm not going to jeopardize what I got going on. So been to me, it. and we can we can debate this, but it is a sign of weakness. Any it's man, it's ego. It's weakness. It's ego. It's, yeah. it's the same yeah. thing. It's, it's all stems from validation yeah. that me and you know at that level. Everywhere along the line, from the time he was four years old to where he's gotten, he's gotten praise and all sorts of adulation for everything he does. It becomes a drug for some people. And he's a millionaire. I mean, you know, people with a lot of money with wealth, they feel like they're above the law. Well, they I've feel- seen Pookie and Ray Ray, who ain't even got a job, sleeping on the couch and riding on the passenger <laughs> side of the car, who do the same thing. So again, it's, well, it's a weakness. I, validation. Is, is that y'all's? Is that y'all's albatross? Is that is that your kryptonite? Give me a compliment, Nasty. Well, I mean, but you know, he's done it before, though. I mean, I'm sure he's yeah, done it before. Yeah, this is the first time. So, and 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 we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see where where Neil goes from here. Don't feel sorry for her. They're engaged, but she said she had no plans on getting married anyway. So she saw the writing on the walls. She uh, the can I say J Cole? J Cole. Yeah. The rapper J Cole. Yes. Look it up. On to. Can I say J. Cole? So are, we, are we turning to TMZ now? Is that what we're I'm that, just telling you. I'm just telling you what I know. That's you all. don't know. You wouldn't know where near. That's what I'm just telling you what I know. Ask Neil if she knows J. Cole. I don't have her number, so. I'm all right, folks. You. We're going to take a quick break. We're so excited. We've got a spe- special guest joining us. Stick with us. We'll be back here on the Calvin's Hay Sports Report. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. We are back here on the Capital Sports Report. You're welcome to join us live. You can catch us on Podbean. You can catch us on Facebook. Any streaming? No, it's not streaming services. We are the streaming service. We are the, we streaming, are Podbean service. the streaming service. Podbean, the streaming service. Or our Twitter, <laughs> which is, tell them, Mike. The Couch Spot. So everybody so got excited a, about that. Have you tweeted yeah. anything on the Couch Spot? Shoot, man, I'm tweeting you know, every day. Do you, know how to, day. Do you yes. even know how to tweet? Yes. Yes. A couple of them because we always got banned. Really? Why? What did I say? I'm just not telling. Those ones I said. Oh, see, <laughs> you see that? <laughs> That'd be good. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to introduce um, the starting quarterback for the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, Paul Gamble. Uh, Paul, thanks for joining us, bud. Thank y'all for having me. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Yes, sir. So, um, a lot of pressure i'm thinking what what is it like or how does it feel or is there any kind of um how do you prepare how do you you know do you feel pressure to can to continue the tradition of winning as the starting quarterback for such a respected program well i mean you know carswell's always had a standard you know everybody before me trevor mm-hmm. t you know jake last year uh, you know they played that standard you know every day at practice you know in the weight room, film room, you know, 
just make sure you're doing everything 100%. Just I feel like everything will take care of itself, you know, and the, the winning take care of itself as long as you just prepare and uh, just take everything seriously. But with that standard, you know, I feel like the pressure just kind of stays in the back of your mind. But, of course, sometimes, you know, the pressure and, you know, things like Trevor and the standards that he set, it can pop in your mind sometimes. But for the most part, you know, just yeah. kind of do you and just – your best every you just day. play football right just play football well speaking of which though how do you how do you mentally prepare for a season i mean everyone expects you every year to go undefeated and win the championships but how do you mentally prepare for the grind of that well i mean you know first off our summer workouts are hard as is so you know you don't have much time to think about the the, the season you know what it's gonna look like but just grinding every day and you know just knowing the playbook in and out you know it's just Mentally, I mean, I feel like everything just takes care of itself as as the season goes on. Wow. Yeah. How yeah. What, at what age did you start playing ball? See, I was six years old. Six. I think so. Did six. you know then? Hey, this is what I want to do. Um, probably not then. Probably not then, but definitely growing up, you know, I started to grow into my to my role and just you know really loving what I did, and you know, here I am now. How did you learn, like? When did you know that you were going to be the starter this year? Or did you have you always known kind of, that you've been groomed for it? Um, you know, my first time playing for Carsville in middle school, you know, I've always just being the ball boy. I've had that dream, you know, just always having that in my mind, you know. But, you know, I never – it was never for sure if it would ever come to fruition. But, you know, it's here now, and, you know, I'm just grateful for it. So when you're – well, when did you – so you started playing football at six. When did you know that I want to be a quarterback? Um, probably around when I was about 10 years old, around that time. That's when I really I had a really solid coach that really believed in me and put me in that role, and I've been quarterback ever since. Gotcha. So in the course of a game, you know, whether you're up by 40 points or, or it's a tight game, do you have the same – adjustments regardless of the score i mean are you always you know have that killer mentality and making adjustments or or is it you know you're up by 40 it's like yeah let's let's mail it in uh always just keep the same mentality you know you know offensively you know we're, we're gonna keep putting points on the board until you know it's time to come out and defensively you know if we have a shutout or you know they're not scoring as much you know we're going you know, with the varsity older guys or when the younger guys get to rotate in, you know, it's their job to preserve that that shutout. So that mentality stays the same throughout the game, especially those adjustments. And halftime is is pretty short. I feel like as a player, it, it would seem even shorter. Is there enough time to really dissect something, you know, some scheme or, or you know, really try to make sense of, of a tough defense you're, you're having a hard time breaking through on? Is there enough time to really get into that, or is it more just on the fly? Um, well, first off, you know, between every possession, offensive possession, you know, we have the tents and we have the, the TV set up. So between every – when the defense is out on the field, you know, we're under there watching it and, you know, instantly trying to figure out different ways and, you know, if something's not working, then let's fix it. But halftime, you know, there's plenty of time. You know, the coaches have already – got a plan coming into there and they just relay that plan to us. And then it's just up to us to go out there and carry it out. Gotcha. So what makes, what makes a QB elite, you know, like, like that elite status, some of the Cartersville um, historic quarterbacks versus maybe just like me as a quarterback, like what, what, what's, what's the, what's the thing that makes you elite? <laughs> got a visual. I'm not going to take that one. <laughs> well, you know, I think knowing the playbook, obviously is the most important, you know, just knowing the plays and the purpose of each play, especially when uh, the play caller, your office coordinator calls that play, you know, what do they want to be achieved on this down or this play? And um, just knowing, you know, knowing the defenses, you know, knowing what's going to happen if you do this, going through your reads. But, I mean, you also have the other aspects of, like, you know, being accurate, being smart, you know, knowing what to do with the ball and just, just, you know, <laughs> just protecting the ball. Protecting the ball, yes. Going your reads. I, 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 yeah. I don't think that most people give quarterbacks, especially at this level, mm -hmm. for their ability to be smart and read the defense and make adjustments and just kind of know and, and really um, lead uh, the team down the field. So tell us about, you know, how 
you, well, what's your mentality when it comes to being out there on the field and calling the play and, and getting ready to, to run a play? What's, what's, what's your thought process? Um, well, you know, once we get the play, you know, we're just trying to get the play out quick. You know, tempo is always our number one thing, you know, because we pride ourselves on being uh, in shape more than the other team. Mm. So we're, we're going to wear them out. But um, you look like you've lifted a weight or two. Oh, in your well, day. <laughs> I do a little bit. I do a little bit. But, you know, just, you know, getting to play quick, running it quick. But, you know, every play, there's no one play where, you know, I'm throwing at this guy every time or I'm handing the ball every time. Every play, there's a read and something that I have to look at every time. And, you know, but which is a big part why we get to play so quick so I can, you know, sit back and just check out the defense. So, 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 <laughs> so, but yet a wide receiver needs to know their route, but you've got to know all the available options mm -hmm. and then some, and plus maybe a contingency or two if, if something breaks down out there. So yeah, like, like Mo said, a lot of, a lot of props. Um, I don't, don't say anything specific, but the dream school, who would you love to play for at the next level? And why is it the University of Colorado? <laughs> well, for some people, you know, they kind of have that dream school in mind. But for me, you know, it's kind of tough for me. But if I had to choose one, it'd probably be, you know, Clemson, Georgia Tech, maybe, maybe Alabama. Not, but not bad. But, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to come back to reality. You got to be real with yourself. Right. And, uh, you, you, you know, you got to choose somewhere where you're going to fit in and, you know, you're going to make a difference. And, yeah. Uh, I, I, well, when we go to break, Paul, when we come back, I got a few questions uh, that I want to ask you. And I'm going to ask you about a particular school that I like. Oh, my goodness. And, oh, uh, go. You are under no obligation, Paul, to pay <laughs> him any and, and And I want to see if uh, that might be on your radar. He, you he know, I understand mission, you're a great student, too. He so made that, mission to school called Notre Dame. Just <laughs> go ahead and say no now. All right. Thanks for joining us, Paul. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Paul Gamble, starting quarterback for the Cartersville Hurricane. Y'all stick with us. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777-7718. Again, I'm Ty Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Couch Potato Sports Report. It's right better. T-Bird. OG. Dex. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a very special guest with us, Paul Gamble with the Cartersville Hur Purple Hurricanes. Um, it's Friday night, high school football, except Cartersville is not playing tonight, right? Nope. Nope. Uh, I'm going to give you a little rundown of where everybody's at. Of course, Cartersville's off. You've got Calhoun next week, right? Yes, sir. Okay. That's going to be a big one. And, uh, Cass is at MLK, Woodland's at Osborne, and Dazzle home against uh, Ringo. So, you know, everybody's doing their thing on a Friday night again, and uh, that's what makes Friday night so so much fun in this area and around the state. It's, homecoming, it's games, homecoming games are coming up, aren't they? Homecoming game was last week for y'all, right? It was. Yeah. It was. Were you the king? 
Almost. Almost. <laughs> Almost. He's a handsome little, little fellow. Watch out there now, Mo. Here we go. Here we go. Watch. <laughs> Your mama listening? Uh, she is. Oh, watch out. I can't believe how y'all really twisted that. That was a compliment. He's supposed to be my grandson for crying out loud. Well, all right, Paul. I, I want to ask you a few things because uh, I played for Cartersville back in the day. Way, way, way back in the way day. Way back. Horse, Just, and, horse you know, and buggy. They always trying to throw me under the bus. But what I, one of the things that I wanted to ask you is, okay, we're talking about game day. Uh, y'all still had a pregame meal, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so where y'all eating a pregame meal at today and what is it? Um. Well, usually in the cafeteria. Okay. And then we have, you know, churches, catered foods, or restaurants. So that's usually what we Ooh, have. Restaurants? Yeah. Like Longhorn right. kind of? Uh, playoff time. Playoff time. <laughs> Y'all get steaks? Uh, chicken. Wow. chicken. Chicken from Longhorn. Okay. Now, see, when I play, we got steak and potato every Friday before the game. But it was cafeteria steak. No. No? No. We went to, uh, back then, it was a place called... Uh, uh, it was cross street where it was. We had to walk across forty one, and it was uh, steak and not even there anymore. It, right? it, that's not <laughs> there anymore. But it was it was steak and something. But we got a steak and potato every Friday. That's what we that's what we had. We didn't. We never ate in the cafeteria. Wow. So how good is that? I mean, I we we want up you then. The rules have changed since then, T Bear. Just a little bit. They feeding you a little bit more healthier too. I mean, the steak is good for the protein. Of course, you get, but they they give y'all chicken, and and oh, yeah. okay, try to get which that's that's a good protein. But they give you something to get them carbs up too, not them. Always okay. Always. Okay, so uh, that's that's something new. You know, I, I I always wondered about that. And also, when I played, we had simple plays. <laughs> okay, like. Uh, okay, you got the uh, – in this quarterback talk, he'll know. I, and I, I today, I just wondered how y'all – because y'all use a lot of hand signals, right? We do. Okay, we do. so, see, we didn't do that back in the day. We had a guy running in and out with uh-huh. the play, and then a quarterback called the play in the huddle. Mm-hmm. And one of them, just say we ran a, a 6.30 drive. Okay. You ever, yeah, that's, I, you ever heard, heard that. that? Okay. And we, we ran a 6.30 drive. That's the formation and where the ball's going. Mm-hmm. So, what? N- give me a, the name of one of your plays. Is that is that legal? I don't know if I can do that. Right. I <laughs> well, mean, really? But what I'm saying is, I didn't, I, and I'm sorry, I didn't think that, that, I mean, nobody knows. I mean, they do it all the time, but I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I'm good. I'm playing. Just, um, just think of something. Omaha. Well, first it starts with. You know the formation, right. so flex, trips. You know basic offensive formations. Yeah. Then we get to play, so it could be like Alabama, okay, Georgia, something like that. And then you got you know which way is going, so it's usually like a code word or something like that. Yeah. So you do That's audible. It. You do. Yeah. You can't change the play yourself off based off what you see. Uh, no, we can't. Okay. We can't. But what I was talking about earlier, you know. If I don't like something, I always have another option out there within that play. Within that play. Within that play. I got yeah. you. Okay. Okay. So, I got so you. back in Tiber State, it was halfback run to the right. And that, that was it. But here <laughs> it's complex. They got different formations and plays. And then, it, yeah, it's, it's a lot more of a complex game these days. Wheel route. It's, it, it, it's, it's a lot more because, uh, you know, I was, it, it really was simple. Now I can tell you what we're in. Uh, uh, six, 38, let's see, it was a 630, 631, you know, all evens to the right, all even, all odds to the left. If you call an odd number, that means you run it to the left. Uh, 18 sprint pass, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was simple language. But now I'm sure it's a little bit more too because I noticed when y'all at the line, uh, after y'all y'all signal, the, the line would automatically know what to do, right? Uh. Yeah, they they got to read just as much as I do. They yeah. got to you know check the fronts, check the backers, you know who's coming, who's not, things like that. Yeah, and so does your center communicate with his his line? Is he the mm-hmm. play caller? Uh, basically, I mean they all kind of you know communicate to each other, but yeah. For the most uh, part. How much film are you having to watch from week to week? 
Um, Monday through Thursday, well, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, we're watching film every morning uh, for at least 20, 30 minutes. And then uh, afternoons on Wednesdays, because we all have morning practice on Wednesday. Uh, in the afternoon, we'll watch film for about another 30 minutes. And then uh, Sundays, you know, after the game, Friday, you know, we, we break down the game and then kind of get into the next week's film. So that, and on top of the film I watch by myself, you know, it's it's a good bit of film. Wow. So when you watch college or NFL football, are you are you dissecting plays and and you know do it, it just you probably can't help yourself, right? Yeah, I try to I try to always look for our plays within their schemes, <laughs> but uh, you know, try to guess who he's reading or what the goal was. But yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I wanted to mention, uh, you know, my school. Notre Dame, University of Notre Dame. You ever heard of it? I have heard of it. Yeah, what's, yeah, their, what's str- their record, uh, T-Bird, this year? Yeah, yeah, we struggling. We struggling a little bit. A little bit. We struggling a little bit, but we'll be back. The volleyball team's good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we struggling a little bit. We struggling a little bit. But uh, so talking about the schools that, you know, we were talking about where you, where you might go. Uh, I understand that you're a very good student. Yes, sir. Uh, 4.0, three, uh, depends on weighted or unweighted weighted, which means like all my, you know, AP classes, okay. honors classes, about a 4.2. Wow. Nice. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. You know, no matter, no matter what you do, no matter how much football you play, you got to make the grade mm-hmm. and you got to have some after football is over and you sound like you really got to. Uh, a wonderful mind for when football's over that you're going to go on and do some more great things beyond football. And that's what excites me because there are so many players that don't think about that or they don't have that. And then when their glory is over, you know, they got to get a job. Mm-hmm. And then most of them don't know how to get a job. Like a podcast producer. That's, you know, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's just great that, uh, uh, you're a good student, and you keep that up, and you you get them grades, and do all those wonderful things. Not only that, uh, I think you have great character. I've I've did a little research on you. Uh, good kid in school, good leader on the football field, and you got all the qualities to be great. And what I want to tell you is, don't afraid, don't be afraid to be great. Mm-hmm. You understand? Go yes, for you go for everything that this life has to give you it's out there for you to get yes, sir. so you know would y'all agree oh yeah oh yeah come on somebody i mean you preaching so but, you know, know, hey hey you are kissing uh, major hey man i'm just <laughs> hey look i'm telling you the truth because you know when I, when i was his age knowing what i know now knowing that today in practice might not be a good day Okay, you may feel like, man, I want to quit. I want to hang it up. Coach done got on my tail, done wore me out. But if you ain't got somebody you can let have that and get that off your chest and you come back in fresh that next day, ready to go again, you know, that that means a lot. I, I didn't necessarily have that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I needed to tell somebody something and so they could tell me, man, you got another day tomorrow. You know, you're going to be ready tomorrow. You know, you you needed somebody to be positive to let you know that, well, if you didn't get in the game this week, you're going to get in the game next week. Not not for me to make a knee-jerk reaction and say, man, I ain't play me this week. I'm quitting. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of kids need to have that reinforcement so that they don't quit because this is the thing that you're going to miss. When that team that you quit on go on to win that title. When you look back, when you 25, you 30 years old, and all your alumni saying, that's our team. You remember the team? You ain't in that picture. You understand? But you was on that team, but you ain't in that picture. Nobody knows that that was, that was the team you were on. So I, I, I like to tell all the young kids, man, keep your head in there. Don't get discouraged. Keep playing. Whatever you do, keep playing. And you'll see in the end when it's all said and done that you're going to feel so much better. Sure. Mo, you want, yeah, we want to take them out. Yeah. Good, good words there. It sounds a little like personal, but we appreciate that. Yeah. Well, we just want to thank Paul for coming yeah. on the show, man. Thanks for all the insight. 
best of luck to you, young man. Um, we know the future is bright. Uh, we we can tell by your work and your grades uh, that the best is yet to come. So thank you for joining us. Y'all stick with us. We're going to take a break here on the Couch and Tate Sports Report, and we're going to end on a sad note because we're going to talk about T-Bird losing Falcons. Y'all stick with us. shopping for homeowners insurance understand that any broker can bundle to save you money the levette group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention we are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements call me todd dean to find the best package that fits you i can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the Levette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. Where we at? Uh, We're right here. Oh. Live. There we go. Bam. Man, Dexter, you always doing that. Good God We've got him pulling triple, wearing multiple hats. You know how that is, especially when he hasn't had his liquor, then. I That's got some white Hennessy. I, I didn't say I didn't have my liquor. Oh yeah, what's up? You you don't you don't know how to share? You know how to give out guidance counselor advice? If you can't you don't remember sharing? <laughs> I felt like we should just start playing a violin or something. I thought we was hanging with Mr. Cooper, I man. I I could fly. I was <laughs> gonna sing that. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, y'all better put some respect. Go. Oh my name. Well, let's put some respect. Put on some your, respect, respect on nah. your Falcons. Yeah, look, Jesus. Talk, let's Jesus respect horribly. Y'all, y'all. Look, did, wait. Did let me just say this. Let me just say this. Y'all better put some respect on my name, and I ain't gonna say it OG. no more. I'm gonna put some just, res- some respect in your spelling because look, <laughs> the, the rally or whatever that was, that pseudo rally that was going on with the Falcons in the fourth quarter, did just. It did not matter. And, and I just want to highlight that T-Bird's teams, his football teams, are combined one and five. Wow. And Notre Dame had to come back in the fourth quarter to win their the one game. So I just I just want to put it out there right now. T-Bird said, oh, we could be in the in the you know playoffs and all this hype about about his team. Where, where's where's well, you the... know, you know, man, uh y'all know how I like to call it like I see it. Um, you know, we lost. And uh did you ever get excited at any point during the game that they might actually win? The Falcon game? Yeah. Uh no, I did not. No. And and let me tell you, and I and I'm gonna say this, and y'all know I love my birds, I'd rather die, but I could see that coming from a mile away. Yeah, uh, you your know, te- we, your texts were very, 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 very yeah, futuristic. We, we've seen that time and time again. Don't it don't matter who the head coach is. It just don't matter. It's like we're we're snake bitten. Uh, you had the perfect opportunity to win the game. You have you had third and thirteen. You're driving. You got a big play with the fumble. You're driving now, and and yet you you try to get the whole bundle. Should have took two plays. Get your some here, and then you got that one play to get you. You had timeouts. You had everything that you wanted, and and we do that. And uh, so I was sitting there, and I, I know, guys, you can't see me, but I was just sitting there looking at my TV like this because I knew that it wasn't going to happen. It just, we've, Mo, we've, OG, we've seen it time and time again. So I, I wasn't surprised that we lost. 
Did we play good? In a lot of areas, we did. Thank you for the comeback. Thank you for not giving up. But uh, I'm tired, man. I, they just wear me out. I, I think those were inconsequential points because whether we scored them or not, it wasn't enough. And and just that late surge, I, I don't know. It was almost disrespectful. Uh, well, it wasn't inconsequential, uh, OG. Now, you need to take that back. So, look. Listen, <laughs> the reason why they wasn't that is because you had a chance to win the game. No, you, there was... They are not the Jets. They it cannot pull off. It a don't miracle. matter. You can't. You can't write them out like that. They were not inconsequential. If they scored a touchdown, they go up by one with seconds left in the game. So write that out your book, OG. Now you're gonna really get me fired up. I, I'm gonna go back to the text message exchange that we had, and you you were all but calling it a loss here I before was. the. So you can't now come back and say, oh, we could have won. No, we were close you, to that, winning. That, there he go again, Mo, trying to switch the words up. You cannot call it inconsequential because they came back. They scored. If they score a touchdown, kick the field goal, we up by one point for seconds in the game. How is that inconsequential? Because there was, unless a miracle happened, there was not enough time yes, left. Yes, it the was. It wasn't inconsequential. It was false hope. Fall, okay, excuse excuse my yeah. my my verbiage. It there. was they can't you within one score. How's that inconsequential? And then and then unless you get a lucky onside kick, they got really lucky in a lot of No, listen, no, 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 I'm gonna no, tell no. you when Marcus Mariota threw the interception, we were driving. Okay, we score a touchdown there. We are up one with the extra point. OG, check the numbers. I wish they'd have taken a timeout just to say, you know what, guys, just breathe. I just think, uh, and I heard Mario to Mario. I, I, yeah. I just saw him Bad trying pass. to do too much Bad and pass. just not. It just was a bonehead. It play. was. It was bonehead. And and why did you not go a play? Call a play. This, I'm gonna get this on Art Smith. Why didn't you go to your your number one draft pick or your unicorn right. tight end? Right. You throw into an unknown. That's terrible. <laughs> T-Bird, I, I, I can't. Say it. I'm going back to my text exchange, and you're giving me crap. First, it goes from giving me crap about my, my college team, who, oh, by the way, came back to win. Okay. Uh, and then it goes straight to straight to Falcons, and then just you're just tired of it. And now, all of a sudden, you're you're – you're on board. Oh, we could have won. We could. You weren't saying that in the third or, or start of the fourth quarter. No, I wasn't because I was tired. You understand that? I'm tired. I'm watching this game. It's draining me. I'm I, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. You don't need therapy. So, all right, let me ask this. If our defense, I feel, is playing pretty well. Our defense defense scored the, the block punt. They, they get the touchdown couple sacks and we like there is some potential on the defense i think really i think our offense is more of the question mark now is, is that a fair statement would you agree with that that's a fair statement i think that the quarterback play has to be it's the key to to our offense we you know we got to throw better passes uh when you do pass it's, it's got to be high percentage uh you you know we we uh, at the beginning of the game, we moved the ball right down the field. Got nothing. You know, like we always do when getting the red zone. Then we start having penalties. Then we start going backwards. You know? So, we got to get over those humps. These are these are things that's hampered us for every organization that's been there. So, you know, go ahead. What else you got? I, I'm just I'm just trying to think through, like, what would you change if if you're head coach today? What are you going to change? Are you are you going to put Ritter in? You know what I I I I really like Marcus Mariota and the fact that we move the pocket with him. Uh, he can do a number of things. I think I think his his passing is a little suspect. I really thought he could pass the ball better than what he showed so far. I think that it's going to probably be in the back of my mind, especially if we lose. Uh, this week uh, against Seattle, uh, you 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 gotta look at it because you ain't got nothing to lose. But see, that that's 
why I, I, you always give me a hard time when I say I do not, the mobile quarterbacks, and not saying a running quarterback, but the mobile quarterbacks are not as accurate of passers. Case in point right here. You've got a, a, some very few exceptions to that, but for the most part, it, 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 it's true. I mean, look at from the passing percentage to everything else on the list, and, and we're about to go play Geno Smith, who is who's of the same style, but at least the first couple of weeks, he appears like he can he can pass the ball. First couple of weeks, Geno ain't worth the crap, though. I mean, first couple of weeks he's played okay, but Geno ain't worth the crap in the long run. If but if we, he was if, our quarterback, you would have a different story. It, no, I'm just telling you what it is. It ain't got nothing to do with whether he's our quarterback. He's not. So I'm telling you what's on the he's, other team. He's obviously good you enough to beat out Drew Locke, who started at the de- for Denver. He beat out Drew Locke, so he's got something. Drew Locke ain't no quarterback. He ain't never played wherever he's been. Y'all make me laugh. Drew Locke ain't no. I could be that uh, Drew Locke. Look, you good too? Here, here. Okay, guys, and and because I want to uh, talk a little Braves too. These losses are heartbreaking because they're so close. 27-26 to the Saints. That 31-27 to the Rams. So close. And you you do. You see some good things. I just wonder, though, if it will you know, be able to translate any time this season and to salvage something. Don't see the playoffs, but, you know, maybe 500 or at least – a nice cohesive unit where the where the defense and the offense on the same day at the same time during the same game come up big or at least string a couple of positive things together but i i feel yes the score was close but i feel like the the rams outplayed us all three facets and i feel like it wasn't as close of a game as the scoreboard they had a bad shows game, really. the but if the rams didn't score in the second half yeah. so the defense played well they had five possessions in the second half and did not score. So I can't agree with you 100% on that, OG. All right. That's fine. Can't agree with you. We'll agree to can, we, can we agree that, yay, Bra- Braves are playoff bound. They clinched the spot. And so then they play the Mets. Are we worried? Whatever. Does it matter at this point? Yeah, you- it matters. It matters a lot. Every game matters. <laughs> Every game matters in this long season. <laughs> See, wait a minute, Harlow. I want to address that right there. I want to address that. If we didn't have this long season, then our season would be over. So you better be uh, thanking the good graces that we got this long season that gives us an opportunity to come back and win the uh, the Eastern Division. Now, you keep saying that long season, but you better be thanking God how, that we got it. How long have the Braves been in second place? It don't matter, OG. Why, why are you always on the downers? It, we done clinched. Uh, a spot in the playoffs. Yes, that's the and first. That's the first goal. Second goal is to win the division. If the if it had been a hundred game season, guess what? The Braves would have still clinched. But it's not a hundred game season, man. Why are you doing dealing with the hypotheticals? Well, here's the thing: Braves are a game and a half back, and they look to be slumping. Um, don't don't like how they're looking right now. They play the Phillies tonight. Lost last night. So we we need some momentum going into these last three games with with the Mets. We got to have that. Matt Olson has left a ton of runners on base. He's really he's nice. bat, he's 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 in the dump. So uh, Mo, and uh, you can tell when Matt Olson is in a slump because he looks terrible at the plate. Just no confidence or nothing. I, it's this is of of all these must win games. These next couple are incredibly must wins because the uh, the Mets have an easy schedule. They play the A's for a couple games and then the Marlins. And we we play the Phillies, and then another halfway decent team, and then we play the Mets. So the Mets have an easier road to finish out, they and do. they're ahead. They do. So, it, look, if Acuna can put on a uniform, he has got to play. We need his presence and his energy. Like we need his energy. I mean, I, it, I, when they scratched him last yeah. night, I hated it. Unless and and we lost. We lost. Yeah, a, we lost. A, one nothing. We and we lost the game the night before. That was three. Two. Like we have to win these one these one run games, yeah. and we can't do it if if Acuna. He's just, just his presence alone. It helps. And uh, yesterday was a day game, right? And again, what did I tell you last week? We don't play well in day games. We don't play well on national TV, and that was both. Mm, but you 
what you got there? Uh, yeah, I just want to announce to everybody that uh, we have a GoFundMe um, for the... We're reaching out to the the uh, NASA engineers that made that telescope, see if they can get some fitted glasses for that umpire that kept making those bad calls. So anybody wants to pitch in for that, I'll just send a link in the notes. <laughs> You sure you ain't been drinking I mean, that really? white Hennessy? You know what? Every, <laughs> Look, every day a, it's a guess with you. He every had day. an air quotes cup of coffee earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now. That's right. It was a cup of coffee, now. wasn't it? Some weak-ass curing. Curing my yeah. ass. Oh, gee, did you slip him something? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Mo, uh, like I say, man, we really, we really got to uh, win these games and you know, we just got to take care of our business. We That's did. what we got to do. We do. We'll do it. I, I I don't have faith in them. I do. George Terry. <laughs> um, uh, watch the game last night, guys. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. That oh, ridiculous yes. catch by Pickens will be a meme from here into eternity. Yeah, it, it was definitely Odell Beckham Jr.-esque. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that caliber of a play just – and the ball has to hit your hand yeah. just right for that to even yeah. – Possible. That's why we watch, isn't it? For, yes. for plays like that. Yeah. And I we also watch for players like Nick Chubb. Yeah. Nick Chubb is the ultimate professional. He ain't got all them flipping tattoos all He's over his face. He's a hometown hero. He's a hometown hero, and he gets 100 yards rushing every week. Don't give you all that BS that all these other athletes do. I love Nick Chubb. The only season that he didn't have 1,000 yards rushing was his rookie year, and he missed it by four yards. Four yards. Just the ultimate professional. Uh, I watched his interview last night. He didn't get all, you know, you know what I'm saying, and blah, 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 He's and humble. all that crap. That He's humble. Was raised He's right. Fair. He was raised right. And I'm going to tell you something. Well, I'm on, I ain't going to say that, but I, I think it's... <laughs> thank you, for, thank Nick, you for that. Nick Chubb is... I just want to give kudos out to Nick Chubb. Man, I love watching you play, even though you with the uh, Cleveland Browns. I wish we had you in Atlanta. And matter of fact, we had a chance to draft you, but I ain't going to go there either. So. Nick Chubb uh, carrying my fantasy team, by the way. All right. And one more point before we go, Mo. I want to talk about... Give me some minutes. I want to talk about Georgia Tech. Wow. They are awful. <laughs> They are absolutely awful. Would you say that they're Notre Dame bad? Oh, they worse. <laughs> <laughs> they worse. Come at me, bro. Come uh, at me. I just want to say this. Jeff Collins is not getting it done. Uh, had the best running back probably in the nation transfer out to Alabama. Uh, there were a lot that transferred. There were a couple of players who were from Rome that were on Georgia's yeah. roster and ended up transferring out. So they, apparently it's not a good culture there. Right. Not good recruiting, not able to retain these players. And that's a sad day. I remember when 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 Georgia Tech won the co-national championship. Yeah. I got a, actually, actually got a t-shirt. Yeah, I, I remember too. Yeah, yeah, I remember too. Do you really? Yeah, I do. You know why I remember? Oh Lord. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Say it. Say it. No. Say it. No. Say it. No. You were asleep? No. Say it. Tell her. Say it. No. Say it. Use your words. <laughs> Why? University of Colorado, that's why. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah they were cold with them. Yeah, they should have been the only champions, but, but I'm going to let that one slide. But they weren't. Hey, oh. I'm, I'm just going to say the catch. When when you have players transfer to the FB, uh, the FCS, which is formerly like 1AA, right. that's when you know you have a problem. Yeah, right. you, you, you got a big problem. And, you know, Georgia Tech is downtown Atlanta. You got all the, the, the glitz and the glory. If they win, Atlanta is I mean, you got everything you want, but you can't you can't get the kind of players that you need. They need to go out and get a big time coach that can do some big time recruiting. If they can, I know the, the Maybe they can get Deion standards. Sanders. <laughs> I just you know Calvin Johnson's not doing a whole lot. I really want Deion to stay where he's at to too. keep uplifting the right. HBCUs. Well, but Urban Meyer could come out of the I know. Well, they probably think they were hurt. shooting his name around for USC, I think, but yeah, we'll but take him at ACC. We just, I, I want Tech to win, man. I want him to be Why? great. I just do. I, I, I want They're graduating some very great scholars <laughs> who are doing some magnificent things in their careers. Let's be happy about that. Yeah, yeah, they're the smartest engineers yeah. out there. Look, I want yeah. Tech to win because 
if if we got tickets, we can get tickets to go to a tech game right now. They're giving them away. Right. Yeah. yeah. So if they start winning, that's you don't have to go to Athens or uh, you know you go to tech, go to the varsity and do the do. You know, literally do the do. Yeah, varsity. Yeah, Literally. you can do the do, man. I, I mean, if you're gonna say that, <laughs> you got that. You got it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, if you, if we're going based off of proximity, I mean, why don't you go to some Panthers games, some uh, some Clark, Atlanta? That's true. Yeah, that's true. They might not have air conditioning though. I mean, yeah, I got no Did response. You see no air conditioning on a football. I can't even do. It. <laughs> Look, we're going to end on a, on a bright note. Um, I asked y'all very kindly to take a moment to watch the WNBA finals. Uh, the Aces uh, won three one. Um, yeah, they've had a stellar year. They were they were this top seeded team anyway. No surprise. It actually was a pretty decent game for a little bit. I I, I tuned in, um, but here's here's to a great year. Celebrate those women again. I, I don't know if they've covered it on CNN or ESPN, maybe a little bit at 11 o'clock at night, but we certainly are proud and happy that these, that these female athletes achieved um, the highest goal that they could this season. That's right. And they parted like it was 1999 too. So, Hey, Hey, but guys, I think we, we covered it all. Didn't we? Every little solitary bit, even, even your coach Carter moment. Oh, Hey man. <laughs> Hey, man, just trying to encourage the young man. Want yeah. him to keep his head up. Appreciate you. All right, gentlemen, it's been, it's been grand. Any final thoughts? Happy Friday. Go Irish. The U.S. men's soccer team is never, ever going to win the World Cup. We agree. Ever. We agree. All right, y'all have a good evening. Peace.